Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. It is called Trust Me, I'm a Doctor and I absolutely love being on here. It is one of my favorite things to do is to connect with people, to share my experiences and hopefully to be helping somebody out there with what I've already gone through in my journey. Um, I am a practicing veterinarian out of Phoenix, Arizona. I absolutely love the ability to grow business in different facets outside of being a doctor. And honestly, what medicine has taught me, the life experiences, and how really it's just honestly become a launching pad for so many other things. So welcome to Trust Me, I'm a Doctor, and we cannot wait to get this started. guys welcome to today's podcast I'm so excited because I feel like it's an area I'm definitely an expert in <laughs> and that is planning a COVID wedding <laughs> um, my has now husband and I so crazy to say um, have just come off of our wedding week and um, still kind of in the midst of it a little bit but on the tail end and we are one so thankful for everyone that came out if you're listening to this podcast maybe you're one of those people if you're not just know that um, <laughs> We had an amazing support system and great time with family and friends. Uh, But wow, what a season to plan a wedding in. Am I right? (laughs) If I can get an amen in the back, you know what I'm saying? That is the way that we feel. Um, It was David and I got engaged last December, um, December 15th of 2019. And we just got married October 21st, 2020. And um, it it's been it was an amazing journey. It was really really great. And so I just wanted to hop on here and talk to you guys about again an area that I feel like I'm an expert in at least to speak to you guys on. And um, because I know for some brides that are out there, you guys are still maybe in the midst of planning your your wedding during 2020. Um, and you know, like COVID isn't necessarily you know restricted to 2019. We have no idea what the beginning of 2021 is going to bring us. Um, and so I want to bring you guys some value and certainly help you out where. I can, you know, where we really got stressed out in certain areas where it was really helpful, things like that. So the first thing I want to say is the way that we really planned out our wedding, um, again, not knowing that what was happening with COVID, we really just moved forward with it. I know a ton of brides are debating, like, should we move the wedding? Should we not move the wedding? Um, but really for us, we just said, you know what, like we don't, for us personally, we didn't want to wait another year, you know, and again, the future is so unpredictable. You know, what if something similar happens in six months from now or whatever? So we didn't know. And so we just said, we're going to move forward with it, you know, and those that can come can come. Um, and some people might choose to postpone because they want certainly certain family members to be there. Right. Um, and then maybe they can't because of COVID. The reality is, is that we just don't know what the future brings. And so, again, we just decided to move forward with that. So in doing that, um, for us, one of the first things that we uh, decided to really solidify to really pivot the rest of our wedding planning from was the venue Um, that really for us dictated a ton and for some of you listening to this if you're planning a wedding or maybe you're just interested um, it is something that I feel like really pivots the rest of your wedding or that you can pivot from what I mean by that is you know if you have a very um, high like garden type setting of your venue you might not need as much floral right so that like changes the budget Um, if it's kind of like more barn style you know things 
like that, outdoor, indoor venue, like all that kind of stuff changes and might dictate other things, even catering to floral, um, you know, to linens, like all that kind of stuff. So we really wanted to solidify our venue first. And so that's really what we ended up doing. So we solidified our venue, which for us personally took about um, a good two to three months to find really the perfect venue. And it, yes, it ended up being the perfect venue. So I'm actually going to give a shout out to, it's called La Verge de Sedona. It's a little French. So I guess if you guys took French in high school or college, probably it's La Verge, which means like hostel technically. Um, but it's a, it's more of an upscale resort in Sedona, Arizona. Regardless for us, when we saw the venue and we visited, that was it. But it had taken us a ton of trips to other venues to find it. Um, so what I'll, all I want to say to that is, especially during like a COVID planning season, you know, really get, get what you want and look for what you want. And, you know, don't just, some people went to one venue and they loved it. And so if you find and you get that feeling, in my opinion, I would say move forward with that, keep going, you know, and then just lock it down and say, this is what I want to do now. We, so that was the first thing that we really decided on was the venue, Um, And we actually kind of negotiated with them quite a bit as far as pricing. Um, One thing that I'll say as far as a COVID caveat (laughs) um, is making sure that you really um, figure out what their policies are as far as interaction with staff. You know, do they highly recommend, you know, that guests wear masks, things like that. because that, you know, that, that matters. Should everyone bring a mask? Um, is the facility going to provide masks? Things like that. One thing that I will say to that too is please know that they're, um, at the current moment that I record this podcast, um, the, the rules truly for COVID as far as group number and things like that, certain states will have different mandates as far as, you know, again, when I say mandates, they are, more like strong recommendations. Okay. So when they say things, for example, Arizona has a 50 or less, um, recommendation, strong recommendation on group gatherings, right? Well, the exception is that if the, where this gathering is happening, if there's more than 50 people and necessary precautions are taken to actually host this event. And those things can be things like wearing a mask when interacting with staff, obviously washing your hands, you know, maintaining a certain distance, like things like that can be taken into account as necessary precautions. So with that being said, your group can actually be bigger um, if the venue approves. So there's a lot of gray with COVID. And so what I want to say to that is if you have like a 75% guest count and you're looking for the right venue, you know, just ask them as far as, hey, so what are your guidelines as far as COVID goes and the number of people? I have other friends getting married who they're having 80 guests and the venues are totally fine with that, right? They're just taking the necessary precautions. So as far as that goes, definitely... Um, when you're looking for the venue, just ask the right questions. Um, but also know that again, there's no law right now that is written in the books. Some states will vary, but really across the board, there's no law to state that you have to, for example, get COVID tested, right? Um, or that you have to wear a mask. That's actually not a law. So I just want to 
make sure that um, all my brides out there that you guys also don't feel bullied by certain venues that might um, be trying to scare you guys into certain things. So all that to say, um, I had learned my lesson through that. <laughs> um, so picking a venue, asking about COVID guidelines um, is something to really consider during this whole planning process. Uh, for us, we actually had the venue included the food and drink, things like that. So we didn't have to worry about an outside caterer, um, caterer, sorry, said that <laughs> word a little interesting. Um, we didn't have to worry about an outside caterer. So really all the other vendors that we ended up hiring out were photographer, videographer, um, photo booth, as well as DJ. Uh, and those are pretty much the main extra vendors that we ended. Oh, and a, a violinist, which was awesome. And, um, so if you guys have any questions, go ahead and I, and I'll go ahead and list, um, the vendors here as well, as far as, um, the planning process goes. So then kind of, once we got those vendors, uh, locked in, what we wanted to, what you want to make sure that you're doing too in the planning process is, you know, going through those contracts. Cause it's, again, we don't know when COVID's kind of going to really, as far as uh, dictating, you know, how things can be planned, group gatherings, all that kind of stuff. We don't know what that's going to look like in the future. So as you're planning your wedding in this season, make sure you're really reading through your contracts as far as with those vendors. Um, I ended up hiring a wedding planner about six weeks out from my wedding. Um, just because for us, you know, even as far as budget wise, we originally hadn't included that in our budget because we were thinking just a day of coordinator, but actually ended up being really helpful in this season of COVID. The reason for that is she was extremely helpful. She really went to bat for my husband and I as far as when uh, our venue, which was amazing, but you know, certain um, implementation of strong guidelines that they were trying to implement as rules across the board, um, which didn't make sense for our guests. Um, she really was great as far as the support system, again, going to bat for us. Um, so we ended up hiring a wedding planner about six weeks out. So that is also someone that can help you, you know, read through those contracts. Likely, um, they will ask you for a copy of the contract, possibly even before you sign with the vendor. Um, so keep those things in mind. Uh, if you're someone like myself who ended up choosing the vendor, who ended up choosing the vendor about, um, you, you know, with by myself before I hired my wedding planner. Again, I had pretty much had photographer, videographer, um, and photo booth, and um, the, the music locked in before I even hired my wedding planner. My wedding planner really helped me pick floral. She helped me find that and then we rented some flooring for the wedding as well. So again, as a COVID caveat, ding, 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 make sure that you go ahead and read through those contracts um, to find out what their COVID guidelines are because a lot of contracts will talk about how they have, um, they kind of have like a disclaimer, right? If there's something that happens that is unforeseen, which technically usually those things mean like, you know, horrible storms or like whatever that can cause basically um, them unable to provide the service. You know, if there was a horrible accident or something on the road and then they weren't able to get to the venue, things like that. So there are disclaimers like that. A lot, a lot of vendors, if they're smart, have like a COVID caveat um, or disclaimer in their contract. So make sure you're reading through that. Really make sure what you make sure you know what that is. Um, a lot of vendors that we found uh, wouldn't just obviously 
they would still make you pay for the service, even if they couldn't make it, but it would be, um, but then they would obviously have you, uh, they would still honor your, essentially you paying of the service. And so then they would still provide that to you at a later date. Uh, for example, in case you like moved your wedding or something like that because of COVID. So just keep those things in mind. Uh, so as far as we've did venue selection, vendor selection, um, hired a wedding planner, a great asset again during this COVID season. Um, as well as some venues, you know, will have like Purell stations or things like that. So just some of those things to keep in mind. Um, (laughs) During this COVID season, I've had plenty of friends. Actually, we were supposed to, we attended one wedding this year. We were supposed to attend, uh, let's see, we were supposed to attend at least two other weddings this year. Due to COVID, two of those weddings were moved. One actually eloped, the other one moved the wedding till next year. So some brides, again, who, if you guys are a bride and you're listening, some brides will decide to move the wedding altogether. Um, I can't imagine doing that after, <laughs> after everything that we did, uh, this, uh, for our own wedding. Um, I can't even imagine having to do that. I had a friend do that twice. Um, and then they just eloped. So definitely depends on the person. Um, but I will say do what's best for you, uh, do what's best for you and your, your future husband and what you guys decide to do. Um, you know, what, just agree on it, obviously together, make that decision together and, uh, and then move forward on that. So as far as after the venue selection, uh, usually again, having that wedding planner is super helpful for the coordinating, especially of the day, um, communicating with, vendors. And one of the things that I want to mention as far as um, leading up to the wedding, not necessarily COVID specific, but um, a kind of a short list of last minute things that my husband and I ended up um, kind of really not realizing it. The wedding planning that we had, um, the wedding planning that we had ended up moving forward with for about for about uh, you know eight months prior to the wedding date, we ended up really being fine as far as it wasn't really stressful. We had gotten the vendors locked down, all the deposits, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then what ended up happening was <laughs> we kind of joked my husband and I that you know the last week before the wedding, so this was last week now that we kind of just both kind of blacked out because <laughs> there was just so many actually little last minute things that for us, we were like, Oh my gosh, like how did, how did this happen? You know, cause we felt so good about the planning and everything. So I'm going to give you guys a quick list of things that I want to remind you to grab at least a week before the wedding. I would probably say at least two weeks before the wedding. So leading up to your wedding, if you're getting married soon and you haven't done these things, then definitely keep them in mind. Um, I would start to get on them now personally. Uh, One of those things is sparklers. If you want to have a grand exit, we ended up basically having our reception um, at the venue itself. And so we weren't really necessarily doing like this crazy grand exit. We were basically going to get it for photo ops. um, But by the time we ended up ordering the sparklers, they basically arrived at my house, which is two hours from our wedding venue the day of the wedding. Um, So we were unable to get those, but that would be one thing. So sparklers, if you guys want to do that, they're going to be the most wedding planners would recommend like the 20 inch, the 20 inch sparklers. Um, so places like Walmart, all that kind of stuff, they don't really typically have those. Um, they'll say it on the website, but a lot of places don't carry them in store. 
you can get pretty decent deals on places like Amazon or from third-party websites. But if you do that, um, just make sure again that you're ordering at least two weeks out from your wedding would be my recommendation. We tried ordering it basically five days out and we didn't get them in time. Um, The second thing would be your marriage license. (laughs) So we definitely did not forget about the marriage license, but it's a little bit more complicated, at least in our city, than we had anticipated it would be. Um, Some states both parties don't have to be there to pick up the marriage license um, obviously before an officiant signs it Uh, Minnesota would be an example our friend got their marriage license in Minnesota at the time this they've been married for several years now but they didn't have to have both parties there to pick it up which is convenient because my fiance was with um, a group of his guy friends the day before the wedding hanging out with each other and he couldn't make the pickup time that we had designated at the courthouse for the marriage license just to pick up. Um, So we ended up having to kind of pivot that situation a little bit. So make sure you definitely pick up the marriage license. I would say at least, I would say about two weeks before the wedding date is uh, pretty appropriate. As far as that goes, um, one of the things that I actually found a bit easier, so we tend, we live in Phoenix, Arizona, um, so big city, spread out, one of the fastest growing cities, um, pretty easy as far as booking an appointment. Well, we had a little bit of trouble because we booked the wrong location, but <laughs> besides that, we ended up, um, once you figure out the right building to book at, um, when we booked it, it was pretty easy to do that online. The The... The difficult aspect of that is because it's downtown, like most places that have a downtown, parking can be pretty difficult. Um, When we were able to establish the time for the appointment, it was when there would be a lot of traffic too. So that was kind of a bit of a nuisance. So what we ended up doing um, was we ended up actually picking up the marriage license at a a chamber of uh, superior court, I guess is technically what that would be called. Um, superior court uh, of a um, of a smaller much smaller town on our way to our wedding so our wedding was in Sedona Arizona about an hour and a half ish to two hours north of Phoenix and so what we ended up doing was um, we basically ended up picking up that marriage certificate about like I said about about along the way Um, And so, which was much, much easier in a much smaller town. We didn't even have to book an appointment because they weren't nearly as busy as the bigger city being Phoenix. So we actually picked up the marriage certificate, uh, marriage license, about uh, about an hour north again of us on our way to our wedding destination. Um, And that was actually a bit easier as far as, again, we didn't have to wait in line because there was a much, much smaller um, amount of people that visited that site as well as um, we were able to get it done there. And then we had an officiant actually just come to the wedding and help us sign the marriage license after the ceremony. Uh, for us, we actually had a friend who was a Bible study leader of ours marry us. So he wasn't a registered officiant. So we had to hire an outside officiant to do that. Um, so I would recommend again, kind of last minute things. So one being the sparklers uh, ordering of those two being the um being the 
marriage license itself. If you live in a bigger city, uh, maybe check along the way as far as if you're driving to your wedding destination or possibly something like that and just seeing um, if it would be an easier uh, an easier stop to get it from a place like that. Um, one of the other things as far as kind of last minute things to make sure you've got are obviously like bridesmaids gifts or um, I just had a matron of honor and my mother as far as um, gifts that I got for people. So I great places for those are places like Etsy. Um, so I would definitely recommend things like that. Again, though, some of those things as far as being on Etsy take a little bit longer because again, if someone's making something or manufacturing it themselves, um, it might take a few more days. So definitely keep that in mind as far as last minute things. Um, the other thing I will say as well is getting your ring cleaned. Um, I would say do that about, most places are pretty good about doing it same day as far as jewelers. So I would say get that done maybe three days before the wedding. Um, not something that you have to do like two weeks out, um, but just a few days before the wedding. And um, if you do have an engagement ring that is a little bit big, maybe you just haven't had a chance to get it resized. Again, most places could get that done probably in a few days, but definitely call ahead and check. So maybe something like a resizing and a cleaning getting done about a week out from the wedding would be a better idea. Um, as far as anything else last minute, things that David and I ran into, that my husband and I ran into that we were kind of scrambling for last minute, um, were pretty much those things. So the sparklers, um, oh, also a guest book. <laughs> um, one of my family members actually forgot the guest book, which was fine. So we ended up um, not having one, a formal guest book. Um, we had a photo booth, so we were able to, we'll still get copies of those and put those in a guest book. So um, just understand that your day, there will be things that probably aren't perfect or at least don't go the way 100% that you want them to. Uh, but just know that the importance of the marriage is, again, you and your spouse getting married. Um, that is one of, that is the most important thing about that day. And so just know at the end of the day, that will be the result. Um, so no matter what happens, it, it will be fine. <laughs> um, and this all comes from me. I'm probably not your typical bride as far as um, I definitely will take on a lot of responsibility myself. So it was a little bit harder for me to delegate to my wedding planner, but she was amazing and definitely reminded me to do that, to delegate appropriately. Um, but I will just say again, just you have to know we loved our day. It ended up being absolutely beautiful. Everyone loved the venue. They just, we, our, our goals are for people to feel one, loved, two, um, that they were in a very romantic setting and three, that they were just very appreciated coming from us, you know, being our guests. So, um, just understand things might not be so much like you want them to at the end of the day, or again, the majority of things will be probably, but maybe the last few things, not so much. So just keep those things in mind, take a deep breath. Um, and so then that way you don't have to worry about anything the day before the wedding. Uh, some things that were unexpected for us was had a family member 
um, miss a flight. And so we kind of had to coordinate pickup times uh, because we were all leaving basically midday before the day of the wedding to head up to the destination. So I had to figure out um, how to get that family member up to the uh, up to the wedding venue that day. So things will change um, and things that are unexpected will happen, especially during COVID season. Um, definitely had a few individuals last minute uh, let me know that they were unable to attend. Uh, one person had COVID, had been exposed to COVID uh, as far as a person with COVID. So they had just merely had exposure, um, but they didn't want to necessarily uh, be uh, uh, be someone who they were asymptomatic, um, but for that person, they felt it was more appropriate for them to not attend based on their exposure. Uh, and I had a couple other people again due to restrictions from COVID, from whether it was their employer or their state quarantining rules, um, they were unable to make that work or happen uh, the week before the wedding or a couple of weeks before. So. All that to say, I hope this was valuable to you. Um, if you're just getting married, I hope you took the full 23, 25 minutes to listen. Um, definitely, it will creep up on you more than you think. <laughs> as far as, um, again, we were coasting clear, had everything in lockdown pretty much. Um, leading up to the wedding, probably the last month before the wedding where we is where we had some more of the acute changes in the planning um, with new restrictions being put in place or trying to put in place things like that. So, um, I hope this was helpful to you guys. I hope that you, uh, enjoyed the podcast today and I'd love feedback. So definitely like subscribe to this podcast, leave a comment. It helps me out so much. Um, I know what you guys want to hear more about. Uh, welcome again to Trust Me, I'm a Doctor. A lot of topics we discuss here. I just felt this was so appropriate for the time that we live in um, and the season of life that my husband and I are going through right now. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, have a great, great day. And I'm so excited. I'll see you guys on the next podcast of Trust Me, I'm a Doctor.